Welcome to HDE Home Care. HDE Home Care is a family-owned company that hires service providers to work with people with disabilities. We support children and adults at home and in the community to accomplish daily activities. Hello friends, this is Eli Pluff with HDE Home Care and welcome to the HDE Home Care Podcast. My guest on the show today is Job Development Manager, Ryan McFallow. I'm here with Ryan McFallow, Job Development Manager of HDE Home Care. Ryan, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Eli. I've actually uh, been really eager to come on and talk to you. So thanks for having me as well. Yeah, I've been looking forward to having you as a guest. Um, Really like to just get a feel for who you are and your background and all that stuff. Um, Okay. Could you just tell me like, you know, where you're from, what your first job was, that kind of stuff? Yeah, I can tell you. So I'm born and raised in Portland, Oregon. And the very first job I ever had was I worked at Regal Cinemas in the Lloyd Center uh, Mall. And I was a ticket taker. And then I moved on up into the concession stand. And then after that, I was an usher. And that all happened within about six months. Nice. Wow. You're a climb the ladder kind of guy. Yep, exactly. Nice. And what was your first job in uh, home care, helping people, that kind of stuff? Absolutely. Um, After I graduated from college, you know, at the time I was working for an internet marketing agency and I was kind of, I got really burned out with graphic design and stuff like that. And so. Is that what your degree is in? It wasn't what my degree was in. No, that's why I was kind of saying my degree was in social sciences. And I knew at the time when I had got that degree is I really wanted to work with people. And so I wasn't really sure kind of what aspect that would look like. I just, I knew at the time I wanted to work with people. I I had worked for the city of Portland for a little bit as a, as a lifeguard. And I worked at a lot of the community centers in North Portland. And I just got to work with a lot of diverse people. And I really just enjoyed helping people out and just kind of, um, yeah, just being there for members of the community. So, um, Fast forward to, yeah, getting out of graphic design, I I was like, let me do something in my kind of degree. I'd like to get back to working with people. And so I I got a job at what was called a sheltered workshop. And so what that was, was it was a place for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And it was basically like a day program where they could come and they had an option on whether they wanted to work or do... Um, all different types of activities. We had an art center there. We had an urban farm where they could work with goats and work on um, CSA crops and things like that. Art studio, they could do art projects and they had a loom in there where they did all sorts of um, really intricate designs with those. Uh, There was a wood shop where people made cutting boards that they sold. Um, And there was also a kind of a warehouse area where um, we had a couple contracts with various companies around town and they kind of did piece rate work. And so that's kind of how I got into working with um, people with developmental disabilities. Sounds amazing. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think sheltered workshops are sort of a thing of the past now. They are, yeah. I started working in one in about 2010. And, you know, um, I think it was right around 2015, there was a big class action lawsuit that happened. And so, a lot of those sheltered workshops um, were closed down. Although some of them are really great facilities, they were closed down because some people were making, you know, sub-minimum wage, which wasn't a really great thing. And um, even back when I was working at them, I was always an advocate, like, why aren't these people, you know, making some type of minimum wage? I thought it was very 
I thought it was a very weird situation at the time. And, you know, that yeah, wasn't, definitely. that really wasn't too long ago. You're talking, you know, within the last 15 years right. that people were, you know, making these wages. So yeah, yeah. it's crazy. to think it's it wasn't com- all that long ago. Yep. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, the one that you worked for was doing a lot of good things for you know disabled people in the community, but at mm-hmm. the same time, not giving them what they were worth for their time. Absolutely. It was a wonderful place to be every day. We served 140 people every single day of the week, wow. Monday through Friday. And wow. so it was a huge facility. Um, a lot of those places closed. And so, and then things kind of shifted more into that community integrated employment model, which it, you know, as we've seen is, is there's not, you can't put everybody into the same box, unfortunately. Yeah, you very know? true. So. Great point. Yeah. Um, okay. So you get into the sheltered workshop, you start putting your degree to use, and then mm-hmm. how do you get from there to HD? Well, um, I was doing that for about five years, and that was, um, I got out right when uh, the sheltered workshops were kind of closing. So they were shifting more to this community integrated employment model, but I had just got out. Um, I took a few years to um, go work for a family business that needed some help, and so I did some sales for a couple years with them, and honestly, I didn't really like working for family. Really? Um, yeah, it was it was a lot of hard work, but it was also I was doing some sales um, work that was way it was way above what I was be able to understand. I was selling electrical substation test equipment and communication what? devices for hardened <laughs> industrial environments. So, okay. um, yeah, it was it was. Did you even know what you were selling? It was a lot. It, I couldn't get the grasp of it. I did it for several years and it just wasn't for me. And so after that, I actually had some savings up and I started a party bus and limo transportation company. Awesome. And I did that for several years. And Sounds so fun. it was really fun. It was fun. It was a good time. I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, I did that for several years and um, it was just time to kind of get out of it. I didn't, I didn't really enjoy it too much anymore. Working for yourself is really hard. Um, it's tough to pay the bills and there's a lot of things that come up with owning vehicles and, um, cost with the city and insurance and just lots of things with transporting people. And, um, so I got out of the business, I sold my vehicles and then, you know, I actually ended up going and working for the company that I left that had the sheltered workshops. And so I had noticed that they were doing the community integrated supported employment, which is, you know, what we're doing now. Right. And so um it was about i think 2017 i got maybe 2000 yeah 17 ish i got back into the field and i started doing what's now called job coaching and so i did that for a while to just kind of get familiar with the people i'd be working with again um but a natural move for me is i really wanted to do job development that's where you know you're you're kind of the person that just helps people get jobs and you're facilitating a lot of conversations with employers and things like that. And I just felt like that was a more natural fit for me, um, given my entrepreneurial background and things like that. I really enjoyed the business to business aspect, selling people in a sense, you know? Yeah. So just getting to know you the way that I have over the past year and a half that I've been with the company. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah. You're a natural salesman. It it makes sense why that would click. Yeah. Makes sense why you would be a natural athlete. Yeah, so um, and I, I've seen it firsthand too. You know, like yeah. just your ability to reach out to companies and say, "Hey, let me tell you about this program." Exactly. And sell them on that. Yep. So I was doing. So I did job development for this other organization for about two years, and then um, out of the blue, 
I was, you know, I wasn't the happiest at this place. You know, it's, it does. That's why I always, I'm always a big advocate for, you know, finding the right fit for people is because it really matters who you work for and the team you work for. It matters so much. And so um, I was working for this other organization for several years and I got, I was reached out by the recruiter at HDE and they were, they told me that they were really interested in starting their employment program. Yeah. And, you know, at the time there was only, I think maybe one job coach who was doing one discovery or two clients that we had. So there was really no program. So yeah. they really reached out to me and asked if I was uh, wanted to come on and help develop the program. And um, I took the leap and it's honestly, it's just coming up on four years now that we've been running it. Wow. And um, it's really been a great fit. It's and been amazing to see. So now it's a team of 14, 15? Yeah, I think our, my last count is I think we have 15 people on our team. You That's know? incredible. And a lot of them are job coaches. Those are, you know, the frontline people that are yeah. on the day-to-day with the client. They're helping them learn the job. They're helping them really be successful. Absolutely. Um, hey, just going from one person to 15 in four years is pretty remarkable. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we were starting our program kind of right about um, right when the pandemic started hitting. So we really had nowhere to go but up. But as you know, with starting any type of program, there's lots of trials and tribulations along the way. And kind of, of what you see today definitely isn't what it started out as, you know. I'm we sure. had to really pave our way because um, yeah. we had nobody. So Yeah, definitely. Learn yeah. a lot of things as you went. And, mm-hmm. yeah, of course, made some mistakes along the way. As yeah, figuring things out. Yeah, and that's one thing we always try to do is just strive from what we've done, you know, maybe wrong in the past and learn from mistakes, put other processes in place so we can kind of just be the best that we can be. That's what yeah. I always, you know, try to say. I agree completely. So, yeah, um, I don't know if you were aware of this, but uh, when I started with the company a year and a half ago, um, I didn't like you. And I, uh, <laughs> but beyond that, I guess I didn't trust you. Uh-huh. It was more accurate. Um, and I, I think it was because of that salesman type personality mm-hmm. that I sort of took issue with you and was very cautious. Around yeah. Um, because yeah, everyone's been burned by a slick salesman from time mm-hmm. to time in their life. I know? get it. Um, I got an answer for everything. Over, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sure do. Yeah. Uh, but over the past year and a half, you've definitely uh, not only earned my trust, but you know, become a friend and yep. uh, someone I've relied on regularly Um, yeah and i'd say over the past year and a half uh, no one in the company has helped me more than you and uh, i want to thank you for that and uh, thank you for everything you taught me and yeah thank you for what you've done with this department and what you've turned it into yeah i really appreciate the kind words yeah it's been a it's been a quite a process getting here but i i think our team is honestly it's the strongest it's ever been and it's been honestly great having you on the team as well you've come a long way for someone who's just getting into the service so thanks ryan I appreciate uh, you that. know i'm always there for people that are on our team so it's like i i love hearing that so. yeah i no, i really appreciate all the help try to go above and beyond and like just be available yeah you certainly so, do and yeah. you certainly are um yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even feel comfortable reaching out to a lot of the other people on the team mm-hmm. at, you know, 2 a.m. on a Wednesday, you know, but yeah. I, I definitely have with you. I, <laughs> Sorry for that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, sometimes that's when problems happen. Yeah. You know, and sometimes that's when things need to be sorted out. And I, I yeah. just appreciate that you've always been there to do that. Yeah. And I, I know that I'm not the only one, too. You know, I know that mm-hmm. 
you got 15 people over there who rely on you exactly. as much as that. Yeah, we got a lot of clients we support too that all rely on us, and we're I'm not sure. a typical, you know, Monday through Friday nine to five businesses. We're we're out supporting people who are working all hours of the day, and it's a great you know, point. just being there to you know facilitate a phone call, even if it's just to have someone pick your brain for a second, or just they need to they need to yell at you instead of sure. maybe somebody else. And so sure, or even logistical stuff. Hey, yeah. What does this client look like? You know, exactly. Uh, how tall are they? Where yeah. can I meet them? You know. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that needs to be sorted out somehow. Yeah. Well, thanks again, Ryan. Thanks for coming in and chatting with me. Yeah. Glad to hear your story. It's been it's been great. Yeah, I would love to come back anytime. And so, you're always welcome. Thank you so much. Doors always open. Okay. Thanks, Ryan. Big thanks, to, big thanks to Ryan McFellow for coming in and talking with me today. He's always a fun person to have a chat with. You could also see some of those slick salesman skills coming through during the interview. That's an important attribute for someone in his position to have. For example, if he is going to a small business owner and trying to convince them why they should hire one of our clients. Fortunately for all of us, Ryan uses his powers only for good. Thank you for listening to the HDE Home Care Podcast. To learn more about how our company helps people with disabilities, please visit www.hdehomecare.com.